It has been a little while, Simon. It has. We uh, we took a week off, and uh, it was a it was a big week to take off. Yeah, some of us probably happier than others. I think um, for the most part, we're all pretty happy. Um, yeah. Quick synopsis is uh, Fearless was supposed to be our last week's episode, but I think Simon and I we were both just a little drained and not really wanting to review Taylor Swift. Let me tell you, Aaron, when you sent me that text that. Did we want to not review this album and take a week off? Ooh. Oh, I, cr- I cried. Well, so the thing is, is that album's not just an album. It's like an entire like novel of songs. It's tw- like 25. It's about 15 too many. I, I like, from here on out in my life, yeah. for this podcast, uh-huh. I commit to never reviewing the extendeds. The deluxe editions, the absolutely, whatever. Absolutely. Because you don't find those songs on the vinyls, right? No, you don't. Except for our friend Troy Savan did include 10 out of 10. But that was... That was an EP. And and that was also like him just kind of sneaking a song in. Yeah. Much like we, Ava we, Max did with, <laughs> with uh, what is it? My Head, My Heart? Which is a bop, unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately. Oh, God. It is a bop. Um, but also, since our last recording, there has been a lot of drama with our previous queen. Miss Demi, she's in the news again. Um, she, and she's got some things to say about how you market your products. Can I just say that she is probably the most problematic queen that we somehow still all, like, are somehow rooting for? Or, like, she disappears for a year and she comes back and she sings another song about being sober or like surviving right. like yeah. an overdose and then she comes back and she's like, please love me. And we're like, okay, we'll give you a shot. The collective community is like, mm, okay. We'll we try kinda, this. We kind of forgot about <laughs> what you did last time. And so, okay. I like, but this time for those that don't know, which if you don't know, I don't know what's going on. She like attacked a Froyo shop a for carrying s- sugar-free a, products. A mom and pop yeah, Froyo shop because they catered to you know people who can't have sugar, vegans, that kind of thing. And Miss Demi took it as a well, vegans can have sugar by the well, way. Like, let's, well, let's, well, let's just mis- demystify that because that's come up like I've heard it from many okay, people. Let me be clear: they offer vegan options unrelated to what Demi was attacking. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. I went to. I have a bachelor's degree. I know that vegan people can have sugar, okay? I'm very clear about that. <laughs> what this. class did you learn that in? It was my wine and spirits class that I took. It was on a Thursday. It was my last class of the, of the week. Don't you have to be like 21 for that class? And then... I was. You also drank wine in class? Yeah. Oh. It was great. I should, I should have done that. You should have. But I didn't. Can't turn back time. Instead, my night class was the... Um, what is it? Um, God, now I have camera from Something about culture and sex. Oh. And it was very strange. We ended up watching porn as a group in class. And it was just something else. That sounds great. And we would always, like... Well, the instructor was, like, this gay guy that, like, did not understand fashion. He was wearing just, like, an entire outfit made of orange. <laughs> not good. Not good. But he'd have a break in the middle of class, and me and my friend would always run over to... There's a place called, place called like, Porky's or something, like, two blocks away. And we'd run and quick swig a beer... And, like, Love bring that. back, like, pulled pork sandwiches or something, and we just eat them in class. Casual. And we'd just be super drunk. It was so fun. That sounds great. Um, but, yeah, what were we talking about? Demi. Demi. Yeah, she's, she had an issue with the marketing. It became a thing. 
Um, do you know, do you think that maybe this is um, a part of a bigger uh, movement? Like maybe, yeah. just maybe, uh -huh. she is going to um, mm -hmm. partner with the yogurt shop for an exclusive flavor. And not only that, maybe she's using it as a way to promote her album. I mean, that's some 4D chess PR shit. She's, she's, she's going mad. She's going deep, mama. I mean, that's, that's one theory. It's, it's my theory. I'm sticking to it. She's doing this on purpose. It couldn't just be that she went out on a limb, didn't ask anyone if this is a good idea, and just posted about this yogurt shop. But I like your, I like your idea better. I, I, think, I think I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, because again, I'm trying to root for this problematic for the, queen. For the eighth time, we're trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, yeah. I really don't like her. I really don't. <laughs> But I just, I'm like, she's really trying to make us like her or like to feel bad for her. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing wrong, girl. You just need to get out of the public image. Um, I would just say as the last note on Demi, I guess my relationship with her is like vaginal sex. Like it exists, but it's not part of my life. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, In terms of music, um, there aren't really a lot of albums coming out this week, which we'll talk about in, in a minute because we've we've had to go into the vault mm. and and pick an album that we uh, that we just can't wait to talk about. Yeah, but there has been tons of singles, so stick tuned or stay tuned to the end of the episode because like single obsession this week is gonna be hot. Yeah, you can tell that albums are coming. Oh, and they're gonna be good. They're gonna be real good. So, Simon, what album are we reviewing this week? So, we are taking a step back in time, and we are reviewing the, uh, the follow-up album to her crazy successful album that contained a song that you might remember called Call Me Maybe. That's not on this album, Mama. Yeah, I was saying it's the follow-up. Oh, I did. You stupid bitch. I was spacing uh, out. I was spacing Jesus out. Jesus <laughs> I'm going to have to edit this. Just kidding. You know I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> the album is by Carly Rae Jepsen. And CRJ. CRJ. Surge. Emotion. We love emotion. We and, love emotion. And for emotion, we had to bring in one of the biggest Carly stands in yeah. Minneapolis. Tell us about it. Someone that uh, dressed up. I think, I, I don't... He will have to explain the outfit that he, uh, like, where the inspiration was, but I think it was a legit, like, it was an obscure reference outfit. We love an obscure um, reference outfit, though. He's an architect, I think, or he likes to draw things. He likes to draw houses. Come I don't on, know research. what that means. Come on, research. <laughs> uh, he's an architect, I think. And he's, he's got, he's got uh, steady hands, because those lines are super small. Uh, yeah, sure. for, for today's episode, we have none other than Blake Solberg. Blake, welcome. Thank you. I don't know how to follow any of that. that was <laughs> well, how about you start with like the outfit that you wore that we're probably going to need to post on social. Tell us about this. Yeah, um, it was for her Primavera set in Barcelona. Oh my God. So like, I don't know. Do we want to pull it open? Primavera um, set in Barcelona. My, my. So was this like a special outfit for a special day or what no, was? No, it was just a cool outfit that she wore. Like right before going on tour, and oh my, my, my sister made like the same exact outfit. Like she sewed it. <laughs> I, I, bought, I bought the tights. Um, yeah, it was cool. Okay, was we'll, we'll definitely have to post. It's very gay, but very fun. <laughs> very gay, very fun, very Joey J. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I forgot that. I didn't get that reference right away. <laughs> she, she left, what, two episodes in? So we, we, oh, we love Joey J. We can't stop talking about Joey J and just the fact that her brand is, I'm really gay. <laughs> I love that. I need to make that my brand. Yeah. Screw Trader Joe's reviews. I'm gay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you did Trader Joe's reviews. Yeah, that was, that was my big thing. Yes. Um... What was I going to say? No, like, your outfit and the fact that it was, like, the, um, from Barcelona, right? Is that what it was? Yes. It, like, uh, it reminded me of, like, like, how, how obscure the reference was, was, like, some of the references with the Michelle, Michelle, uh, Michelle Visage, um, what was it called? The Night of the Thousand Thousand Michelle. Where, like, some of the looks I was, like, these are trademark Michelle Visage. And then Gigi Goods was, like, a, an illustration because it wasn't even like a real image, right? Versus yeah. a drawing, yeah. and it was and it was just like two pieces of fabric, but somehow it was iconic. Well, when you're you know a stick, you can kind of wear whatever. So Blake, um, we have you on for the emotion episode, and there's a lot of reasons why. Um, I'd love to know what's your history with Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. My first. My first interaction with Carly Rae Jepsen was very similar to everyone else. Was uh, Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe. Uh, yeah. It came out. I think I was a freshman in college, and my friends and I would drive around with the windows all the way down in our cars, and blast it as loud as we can. And we had like a full dance that we would sing to people at red lights. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, Corio. Uh, Do you know the dance though? I mean, it was just like the like like here's my number. Or what was it? It was like the hashtag for number, and we could call okay. me maybe. Okay. And like it was, I don't know. If I was with the group, we would could you'd be able to all out. jump back you into would, it, snap back into that. That's yeah. very me with Mr. Brightside, where I took every single thing and I literally like made it into yes. a dance because it was like just the price I pay as you're like handing out cash yeah. or something. Like God, oh destiny gosh. is calling me. <laughs> Wait, have you guys done a killer's one? We did. We did. Um, oh, the latest album. What was it called? What was it called? I bought. Imploding the Mirage. Thank you. Imploding okay. the Mirage. We did. Um, we talked. I think it was our second episode. Second episode. Second or third. Yeah, it was an early one. But it was an early one. Yeah. The formula was different. We were different. It was during COVID. We've changed so much. Now we're post COVID. We're. I think we're all vaxxed, aren't we? Uh, vaxxed and waxed. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like you were a fan early on. I mean, I really liked Call Me Maybe. It was very fun. It was yes. very cute. Mm-hmm. It was every, everywhere. Like, everyone was listening to it. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's just Carly is very fun and cute and, like, unapologetically, like, poppy and yes. cutesy. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She's very authentic in that way where it's, you know what to expect every single time she releases. Completely. I feel, So I actually feel very differently about that where I feel like Call Me Maybe... Um, great song. I listened to it a ton, but it cemented in my mind that Carly was like a manufactured queen because she came on the scene because of Justin Bieber, like tweeting about her right. or something, right? And like she was on some reality show singing Canadian Idol. Thank you, yeah. Canadian Idol. Yeah. yeah, and so like where she got third, where she got third. Yeah, but like she she didn't really have. Uh, like, it was not an authentic singer-songwriter kind of, like, let me come up into the scene. It was oh, very yeah, much it like... Was, I want to penetrate into the pop market. Yeah. She's, oh, but, yeah. But it started as an indie song. Like, a folk song that she wrote on tour oh. for, what, Tug of War? 
Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, so with her and her like writer Travis or Travis, I can't remember his name. Oh my god, wait, that guy, he's been on Last Culturistas. Has he? Yes. Oh I swear to Tardish. God. I think Tardish. So. Who knows? Tardish. Maybe I'm thinking no. Sorry. They've had everyone on that podcast. <laughs> it's either him or Troy Sivan. I could be totally wrong. What do you mean? I don't, I, the, the, I don't writer, mean. the writer for either Carly or Troy was on. Oh, okay. Maybe for both? Could be both. Maybe for both. Could be both. Anyways, please continue. Um, but no, it started as like an indie folky type song. And then she brought it to someone who helped with like emotion, the album that she eventually okay. worked with. And they turned it into Call Me Maybe. Like Incredible. the pop sensation take over the world Cause song. What I will say is it kind of feels like um, Olivia Rodrigo, her current career trajectory that she has right now is very similar to the way Carly Rae Jepsen came about where like she released a song because she just wanted to and somehow it blew up and it was like her um, label was like, we got to rush to put out an album, mama. We got to, I still haven't listened to that. Is that that the album? Yeah, is that bad? It's not, it's not the greatest album. It's, it, Feels very rushed. It feels very much like "Call Me By," "Call Me Maybe," and here's like all the other songs. As a denizen of pop culture, I feel obligated to listen, but as Simon, I don't want to. It's it's not like you'll listen and you'll find a couple songs that you like, but okay. not worth it. I what I will say is that when uh, "Emotion" came, it it. We had, I think we started with, I really, really, really like you. Yeah. I don't think that's how many reallys are in the title of it. <laughs> it's like 18, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The actual yeah. title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh gosh, she's still kind of corporate manufactured. They're, they took control of her career. This isn't hers. But yeah. then going into the album, it almost felt like that song was an outlier in terms of like the, the the energy of it. Yeah. Well, for sure, the opening track, Run Away With Me, is a very different vibe. You're like, oh, okay. It's very much like a statement opener of this is what I am gonna be, you know? So Blake, when Call Me, By, or Call Me Maybe came out, you uh, listened to it in the car, did some dances. Yes. Did you end up listening to the album and just kind of force standing like we sometimes no. do with some queens? I like I'd listen to Call Me Maybe and then I just stopped listening to Carly. Like I knew I knew Call Me Maybe, I didn't listen to Kiss, the album that came okay. out with it. That's the album name, I forgot it. Yeah. Kiss. Kiss. And Kiss Love is it. good. I mean, there's a lot of good songs on it. Mm-hmm. Tiny Little Bows is iconic. I'll have to go back. It's it's very cute. Like, I mean, expect Call Me Maybe style. Like yeah. it's yeah. not as polished as mm-hmm. emotion and unique as emotion. Like it's very poppy. Yeah. Tug of War is her first album right after Canadian Idol, and that was a choice. A choice. That one that one's also just a little bit. Ooh. I think Ooh. she has a song called Hotel Shampoos. <laughs> is it like poppy? It's like it's well, someone, it was like Colby Calais-y type. Oh, oh, that. Like, oh God. Oh, they came out like at the same time. So it was I like, love that. I love that, yeah. though. I just had like a severe reaction <laughs> when you said that. I'm like, oh, my God. So it's not like, um, like you can't, like, you don't turn it off. You can listen through okay, it, okay. but it's not like her best work. And she, okay. you, don't have, you don't opt into it. No. no <laughs> you would never not, opt into that it's album. Not the, it's not my first choice. <laughs> sure, um, sure. And before we go into emotion, we let's just like skip past that era into dedicated. Okay. <sighs> yeah. That, to be honest for me, dedicated was like the thing that got me into Carly and got me in hard. Yeah. I, I will echo you on that, Aaron. Cause I, I hated Call Me Maybe. 
I could not stand it, and you couldn't escape it. It was uh, fucking everywhere. It was knocking on the door. Olympics. It was at the, the Olympics. I like truly. You probably like they probably it was ugly. they probably <laughs> mailed it out in a flyer directly to your door. Like you open a card and <laughs> starts playing. Like it was everywhere. And so I was not around when emotion came out. I wasn't interested. It wasn't on my radar. And I, oh God, who if they're listening, they're going to be so mad at me. But someone in particular was like, Simon, you don't get it. You just have to listen to emotion. She, it's different now. And, I, and like, she's a serious pop star. And I was like, please, no, I'm not doing this. And then I did. And I was like, yeah, she's the real deal. But I feel like I feel like so dedicated. Party for One came out. Mm-hmm. Is that the song that like got you really into it? I well, Carly, I mean, it yeah, was the first single, but because it was just kind of it was like it was fun, it was poppy. It's very fun. What I will say, like, what truly got me into Carly and like made me stand was I remember I was going to uh, Pensacola Pride maybe like four years ago, and on the car ride from Atlanta to uh, Florida, which I would never do again. Please don't ever try that. I won't. Um, what. That that trip, Cut to the Feeling, came out. Ugh. And I'm not kidding you. That song was the song of the trip. We listened to it, like, on the hour, every hour. And it was also the same weekend that... It was that song. It was The Cure by Lady oh, Gaga. Gaga. Came Gaga. out the same time. Yeah. It was, like... We had the playlist, Mama. We had the playlist of Pensacola. Yeah. And... I was like, I'm a stand of Carly now. I'm gonna. I didn't. I didn't like spend any time. But then when Dedicated came out, I was like, I'm giving it a shot. And I like, I stand in to party for one. Mm-hmm. And then from then on out, it was just crazy. I would want to ask everyone. Yeah. Dedicated side A or side B? Oh fuck! If I could mend the two into one, that would be perfection. And I think you did. Because I think you I did. did. Yeah. yeah, I did. You can do that. I called it uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Dedicated. Edicated. <laughs> dedicated yeah that's um because there's so many good songs on uh dedicated but the whole album is kind of uh, i don't know it's not as it has peaks and valleys emotion yeah yeah Yeah. and then there's a lot of good songs on side b there's so many good songs side b B. is so cohesive except for that last song Um, so bad yeah (laughs) it's just literally the end end. what's the last song the uh, California one. I love that song. <laughs> it's so slow and boring. I love that song. But you're right. There, there are two songs back to back that are literally just like different titles, but the same, same thing yeah. kind mm-hmm. of rewrapped in yep. a different package. I yeah. think Carly listened to NFR and she saw what Lana did with her last song. And she's like, I'm going to do the same thing. Oh, <laughs> interesting. And, 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 and then she failed. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. But I do love that song. Like I remember vividly on my first listen, like, five or six songs that really stood out to me and I added it to my playlist and that was one of them. I was like, I don't really like that. But I will say... I skip it and, like, if I'm listening to it, I skip it and then start over. Gasp. Gasp. But I will say, you know, it's never a skip. Fake Mona Lisa. Mm -mm. Fake Mona? That one's a cute one. Mm. The whole... I don't don't skip the album. I listen to it, like, as a cohesive unit. So I'm, like, at at the point now that, like... I think we've talked about this plenty of times in the podcast where I listen to the album, like eight times before I uh, yeah. before the podcast and I still yeah. am like what songs did I like because it's like a cohesive yeah. like 40 minutes for sure yeah. I don't I don't listen like one onesie twosie um, so I, I, listen, I'm like, I listen like that too yeah. 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 yeah so I like as a whole like 
I don't want to bring up NFR because I know she's uh, triggering to one of you. Oh, um, you can talk about it all you want. But <laughs> that's, a, that's an album where it's like, I listen to that front to back. Oh, and 100%. No, skip. That's a masterpiece. That's that's a full skip, mama. <laughs> that's, a, that's a 94 on Pitchfork. <laughs> I, like, I... What sucks for me is like, so when you listen to an album on Apple Music, afterwards, they introduce this feature where it'll just continue playing music. Yeah. I don't have that yet. I don't know why, if it's something I have to turn on. It's probably a second. You probably okay. just have to update your software. Are you on like iOS like 11? I mean, I have an iPhone 2, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> iPhone 3, Jay. Yeah. It's a miracle she still works. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it will start to like play new songs, etc., which is kind of annoying because sometimes I just want to listen to the album on repeat. Yeah. And Lana just always seems to make an appearance, and I keep having to be like, no, Apple. Not in my narrative. Her presence. And fucking, like, I, it'll come up when, when slash if Rihanna ever releases a new album. Yeah. But, like, Rihanna is still just, like, number three, always, like, third song in, and I'm like, girl, I don't have any of your albums added to my music. I never really, like, delved deep into you. I found, like, we found love in a hopeless place. Yeah. And what's the other one? I mean, she's, she does have a lot of... The, one oh, the, the, other, the other Calvin Harris one. Uh, Only Girl in the World. Uh, uh, the one about the name. What's this, is what this is what you came for. This is what you came for. Those two. Those two I love. I love that era. That red hair. Mm. I don't... I literally, like... I, I'm going to need to do some digging for Rihanna. But, like, it's an annoying feature. I feel like it just plays, like, the most, like, trademark top 40 of all time pop kind of stuff. And I'm like... Mm. Nothing. You know, Spotify has that same feature by default, and honestly, some of their suggestions are really good, so maybe it's Apple Music. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not changing, Mama. I'm in the ecosystem, Mama. That's right. We're, we're both deeply entrenched in our own individual ecosystems. It's, it's kind of what it is. It's how we are. So I'm a dedicated side B queen. That's just who it is. I think... For the story, start to finish, side A, but I love side B. So good. So speaking of side Bs, is the, the album that we're going to be reviewing had a side B. Yes. And I think that's kind of like why everyone was like, you need to have a side B for Dedicated. Emotion side B. Well, I think she said she needed to. I mean, she makes like 200 songs per album. Oh, yeah. I, and no, Aaron, like, I read that this album, they workshopped 200 songs for Emotion. Yes. And then so Dedicated. Then, yes, there could be a side C D. She is she is livid that Taylor Swift is able to release thirty songs on an album, because back in twenty fifteen she said she wanted to release an album with thirty songs and they wanted to do it for dedicated too and her people said no. You know what? No. Scooter way. looked at her and said, "No, ma'am." You know what? No, with, ma'am. With Carly and to touch on what you said earlier, Blake, about like you know what to expect from Carly. She knows her brand of pop and she sticks to it and she does it very well. I wouldn't mind a 30-track album no. from Carly. I would take uh, that it would be in a second. I would not even be upset about it. And that's, like, the issue with streaming right now is streaming, you, your songs need to be under three minutes. They need yeah. to be, like, your album needs to be 11 songs so you can, it counts as a full album listen. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's the reason why we have, like, this kind of condensed pop narrative. <sighs> Fuck that. But somehow Taylor Swift still, like, Someone's listening to 25 songs. They have three hours of their time to give to her. Have you met her Me. fans? Me. God. Oh, this okay. guy over here. Blake, Blake as, the, as a de facto, like, this is kind of the Fearless episode. What'd you think, real quick? Of Fearless? Yeah, what'd you think of Fearless? Um, three sentences. <laughs> Max. They can be run-ons. Uh, and, and, and. <laughs> it was 
good, just like it was good when it was released, and her yeah. bonus tracks are really good. Interesting. No. Yeah. I oh, agree with you. Yes. Oh. There's like, what was it? There's like five, I think, and I think there's two that I wasn't a huge fan of, and then three that were just like really, really good. Mara Morris, get out of here. <gasps> Mr. Perfectly Fine was like the one of the bunch oh, that I was that like, was okay, so that cute. one's cute. It's cute. Oh my it's god, cute. no, what are the other ones? I'm terrible. I'm terrible. There's the Keith Urban one, right? That, that one was, was uh, God. What do we got ASAP? The thing is, is like if like the thi- how sad is it that like Taylor Swift asks you to be on like a cutting room floor song and you're like, well, I guess I will. Yeah. Not I mean, what's that say about you? I mean, everyone listens to Taylor when she talks. That's true. I mean uh, that's true. That's that's how it is. So were you on Instagram um, deciphering her codes and riddles that she... No, I had the Swifties do all of that. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just wait five minutes and it's okay. all decoded on Twitter. The one thing that I'm like now tuned to do is no matter whenever she's tweeting or whatever else, I'm like, what day of the week is it? What like day of the month is it? How does it add to 13? Yes. What time? It, like... I that think, fucking obsession I just I think she should pull a fast one and take like the Navajo code from World War II or whatever it was that was like literally unbreakable and do it in that in that form and just watch the fans like Tear their <laughs> eyes out. No, the fan. I guarantee you, the fans would figure they it out. They would like, figure it out. They'd be like, actually, my great grandfather was the one who cracked the code. <laughs> you know, it'd be like so funny. Have you guys ever seen the um, what is it called? The the Pedmus of like how you do math problems where you start with oh, the yeah. parentheses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, the yeah. then the uh, what's the e? The, the order of events. Um, ex- exponential. Exponentials oh, and then it's division. Okay, <laughs> math fish. I, I suppose <laughs> multiplication. Go to school for math. <laughs> yes. But, like, could you imagine if if like that was her next riddle? Was like. <laughs> 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 the, the date, she was like, well, you have to put parentheses here. This is an exponential. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's she's going to be aiding releasing music and having just, like, the most obscure, insane ways for her fans to figure it out. Do we do we think that she is going to, um, like, evolve her music even further to, like, another... I hope she doesn't do rock. That's Miley's. Oh, That's Miley's. I, I will be interested to see what her career looks like as she moves forward and... Because, I mean, we're already seeing it with, like, Rihanna and Gaga, where, like, the industry says, like, okay, X age, you got to move out. And so, like, I feel like Rihanna's diversifying. She doesn't give a fuck about music, A, because it's less money than Fenty, right. Beauty, and right. the fashion line. Gaga clearly is, like, doing all the collabs. Come have this Dom Perignon, the Chromatica Oreo. She's still releasing great music, but she clearly is smart and is, like, I need to do something to keep up my career. I'm not seeing Taylor with a beauty line. I don't. A, so I'm curious to see how but her Taylor, music. Taylor has her Swifties that will pay for it. This she, is true. She is making this is true. millions of people pay for an album a second time. This is true. Uh, so I'm wondering how long that can work. Well, here's the deal is I don't think it's necessarily the industry. I think that like Rihanna's label, if she put out an album, her, her label would be like, fuck yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. But you're right. She's a businesswoman. So uh-huh. she, that, that's like, she's like... I put out this stuff. I found a platform. I have this platform. I'm going to yeah. use it to make money. Oh, and, and then the, you have and Gaga. The industry is like eight hundred bajillion dollars. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Right. Yeah. You have Gaga, who is an artist, who, but she's not just an artist in music. She's no, like I. For sure. She's said in multiple interviews. She's like my entire like career. I have been doing different roles and different kind of like personas. For sure. As part of like my journey, so she's truly going like I. 
I don't think that she necessarily wanted to put up Chromatica. I think the fans were like giving her the the Rihanna like yeah. where's the album? Yeah, that's what scares me a little bit with Gaga. I don't like, but I'm okay. Like, if you don't want to release music, there's enough new people coming to the scene to stand that it's like it's okay, and I will still stand Gaga for her Oreos for her like Girl, different if, partnerships. If Gaga one day was like, I'm done with music, I w- I legitimately would go through. I would absolutely need a therapist. I like it would be a process for me to go through like what Gaga was for me at the beginning of her her career and like all throughout and then for me to have to be like this is over now that it'd be big it'll be big on me but the thing is is like they're humans right so like of course of course they can't just be like I'm limited to this one thing I know what I will say is for Taylor is I think that she legitimately like loves writing music she loves producing music and she loves like the way that fans enjoy her music mm-hmm. and so i don't i think like when you look at those three different people they all kind of have different narratives of how they're going to go forward with music i i am very curious to see like what the longevity is for sure but imagine chromatica at the bars we went to a chromatica drag brunch or i did yeah not me it was so good. I didn't even pay attention to the drag queens. No, man. I wasn't there for them. I was there. I moved I moved our, the bar stool that I was sitting at away. And I was wiggling. Yes. I was jiggling. It was so fun. Like, I imagine mean, uh, Replay coming on at the saloon. Oh, I heard... So, well, we oh, had we had Chromatica at the bars for, what, like, one weekend? Well, we had... Yes, uh, we had uh, Stupid Love. Stupid Love. Yeah. Uh-huh. My friend Zach was at the saloon, and... Shout out to Zach. Hi, Zach. Like, <laughs> um... <laughs> credit for this story um he said that people were standing at the dj booth every five minutes coming up saying saying i held up my phone and it was there the dj was freaking out and he's like i have played it 10 times i need to stop this is my last time he played it and then people went up and like play stupid love again (laughs) no what i did is i went from bar to bar because saloon has like four different bars with different music and i was like okay once we're over here now over here yeah (laughs) i I, I, remember migrating bar to bar as stupid love came on yeah that was incredible was the music video out at that point yes Yes. Yes. everyone was doing the dance oh yeah the the iconic like colors clap in the sky thing it was the other one. It was the it was the hand twirl. The hand twirl yeah. the head with, the, with the feet out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, icon. Oh, so good. Okay, so that was a great tangent. That was really good. Um, I blame Taylor for that, but you know what? We got a we, we got, we a, got lot a lot out of it. it. There was a lot of I would say academic discussion there. And somehow we were able to like not spend too much time on the album. But should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we're doing album as a whole. Okay. Album as a whole. Okay. Who, yeah. Should I start? You sure. Want to start? Okay. Yeah, well, we can all collaborate, you know? Okay, okay. I'll start. You guys jump in. It is what it is. Okay. So for me, um, like we had mentioned, Dedicated did bring me into CRJ, and I came back to Emotion later, for sure. And I was, I was just, I was literally blown away by the progression of, like, Call Me Maybe, the Kiss era, into Emotion. I remember reading an article where they were discussing their process for emotion and that they they had released Call Me Maybe. They're like, clearly we have this incredible single. It's taken the world by storm. But the album didn't really get much love. It didn't get much love. So we want to create an album that people love. I, I think that it was not a we. I think that the her label was like, oh, that was a one-hit wonder. She's done. And so they gave her a lot more control yeah. for emotion. Well, good for her because... We got emotion, right? right? 
Yeah, so like we had mentioned already, 200 songs workshopped for this thing. And she's bringing in like Max Martin. Jack Antonoff was brought in. Didn't make the cut. Can you imagine? Max Martin and Jack Antonoff coming in, producing songs, and she's like... Not you. Didn't make it. That Oof. blew my mind. Both of them? Both of them. I know she worked, yeah, I didn't know she worked on with uh, Jack Antonoff for this one. Because I know she worked with him for Dedicated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Isn't that crazy? That cut him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He is, he, is, he is on every album. That man, how old is yeah. he? How many albums? Like, literally, literally, how many albums? He's no, I, no, no, no. He's, he's 25. He's older than that. Could you imagine <laughs> he was 25? I've been producing music since I was 12. Yeah. Um, I would jump off the balcony if he was 12. <laughs> Anyways, so I... I will say I was watching um, the Long Pod sessions, and like I was re-looking at his face. He he has had work done, Mama. No, he has had work done. Jack Antonoff. Yeah, yeah. It you can tell it's like plastic face. I'm gonna need some pictures. Oh, we'll look. We'll look. Okay, we'll <laughs> we'll do that offline. I'm skeptical, but um, I he didn't make the cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's bizarre. That's crazy. That's crazy, crazy. But I mean, it makes sense. The album is it's really good. Um, but so for me, I. It, this is tough because if you like Carly Rae, you're going to love what she puts out. Mm-hmm. And for everyone else, I think it's going to be like, yeah, this is good pop music. It's some songs are not the deepest. It's, it's very like one note in terms of, and I don't mean that negatively, but the themes she plays off of are pretty consistent mm-hmm. the whole time throughout a lot of her offerings, I would say. Um, so for me, as someone who, just my personal preference in pop music, this is very much up my alley. So I fucking love this album. It's a, it's a good album. Blake, what about you? But to that point, it's, you, this album is like a genre, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, there are many people who are like hard rock fans Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and into heavy metal. Yep. And then they talk about loving emotion. That is a good point. Like it, I, that is a good point. Shout out to Carly Rae Jepsen's Reddit page. I, oh, she uh, has okay. Yes, I follow. Oh, oh, she does. It's my cool. favorite thing ever. I posted on it when I went to her show, my outfit. Yeah, and it was great. How and many then, upvotes? How many upvotes? Tell us. Oh my gosh, I don't remember. <laughs> At least so a thousand. Many, a thousand. Yes. Um, and then I posted on it right before I came on here uh-huh. to get people's like input. Stop. No it. way. Um, and That's it was cute because there was one person who mentioned like they were really into hip hop. I think it was hip hop or some genre that's completely not pop. And then they said they listened to Emotion and it completely changed their view on pop music. That's incredible. Also, would you post this episode on that? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. They were asking. Yeah. I want the Shout out to the Reddit. Hey. Yes. Hey Reddit. Um, but I think that is a good point. And it does remind me of when like uh, Born This Way was released. People who are like metal fans and rock fans were like I don't know if that was like the shift for them but I remember hearing a lot about people who aren't traditionally pop fans looking at that album being like this is really good I actually so you you just reminded me I have a I had an old co-worker at Best Buy Matt Matt Shout out something Matt, Matt, Matt something Klein, maybe <laughs> uh, Matt McLean I think it was Matt McLean shout out he because uh, he joined the team and I was already on the team and we were talking, he's, he's like a music person that has like every vinyl under the sun, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
too many, way too many. And we were chatting about music and he's like, yeah, I like all of this Grimo, blah, blah, blah. He likes to go to concerts alone, but like sit and be like in the back, like with his arms crossed. I love that. And and he was like, I listen to all this stuff. And then he's like, but my guilty obsession is I love Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And I think, I mean, I think people like her because it, she does not seem fake in any way. Oh, like, no. Like, no. she releases pop music and she knows what she's releasing. Yes. She's not trying to be anything different than what she is. 100%. Like, she's not going to tell you that her songs are, like, revolutionary and, like, going to, like, cure cancer. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, mm-hmm. I'm creating lovable pop music that is fun earworm music yeah i mean for dedicated she said she wanted to create an album that you could clean your house to that was her and i have i like i I mean it's uh, an album that you can definitely clean your house to yeah i i do think emotion is one of those records like if you're a vinyl collector and a pop fan this has to be in your collection and I, I, I'm a firm believer with Carly Rae, especially dedicated, dedicated side B, that all you have, like, just listen to it enough and you will like it. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you are. It's no fuss, no frills. There's no pretension. You're not You're not going to have any issues with just it. Just get in there. I would say that, like, emotion, because it, I, I think it has a little bit more peak and valley in terms mm. of just, like, some songs are really, really good. Yeah. Then yeah. some songs are like, oh. That is a big I don't debate. Know if they're listening to the same album. Oh, oh, this is a this is a big point of contention with CRJ fans. The emotion, the dedicated, dedicated wins for me every time. But that doesn't mean it's that I don't know what my rating's going to be. Who knows? <laughs> Could be a plot. Could be a bop. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm finding it tough to find any bad songs on emotion. Like there, there, there are. I don't believe. Uh, no, now I'm going to get heated. Oh <laughs> gosh! Oh gosh! <laughs> no, I wish this was a video, so you could see this, this fight. That's very yeah, yeah. I have a bloody eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! The way I got into so yeah, so going back to like how I got into her, and it's going to lead into like my obsession with this yeah. album. Uh, I did not listen to her. Like, I did not listen to her when Emotion came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like in my indie phase. I'm like, I'm only going to listen okay. to. Like Bon Iver, Lord, Lana, like I'm picturing with bangs. Oh, big bangs. Only bangs though. Uh-huh. Nothing oh, else. Oh, no, no bangs. Just, just bangs. And he swooped them. Yep. <laughs> Very sexy. Yeah. And then I was on Tumblr and I found this Tumblr account. It was called um, Is It Better Than Emotion? I think that's what it's called. And it rates it, it, like, it takes pitchfork uh, rating. And I need to read them. You know what's like it just take it can we switch our podcast to just be is it better than emotion? <laughs> that's incredible. That's that's how I'm gonna rate albums going forward for bot for flat. Like, <laughs> is it better than emotion? It literally just takes <laughs> a screenshot of the rating on pitchfork of an album and then puts it next to emotion. And it says, Is it better than emotion? Taylor Swift lover. And it said pitchfork rating, Taylor Swift, seven point four. Pitchfork rating for Carly Ray Jepsen, seven point oh wait, seven point one and then seven point four. Okay. And then at the end it says conclusion. No. <laughs> like, it's so blunt and so incredible. And so like I don't know, it was hilarious. And I'm like, why are people talking about this album? Like it's Carly Rae Jepsen. She had her one hit, like that's all she is. And then I went back and listened to Emotion and I'm like, okay. Yeah. It makes sense. But what I will what I will say, and I think we've I, I don't know if we it came up on uh, the demi episode or if we've talked offline about it, but like Pitchfork is like hot and cold in terms of who like their reviews like they are scathing and there was a 
Yeah. Say I, what you will about Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Ed she- so, the Jesse Ware, who we love on this podcast. Oh, great. Jesse. Fans. 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 Jesse Ware is in an interview with Pitchfork, um, and she starts off the interview being like, your review of Ed Sheeran's latest album was mean. It, it was, was just straight up mean. It was just straight up mean. Yeah. You need to apologize. And she's like, oh, and by the way, I was a writer on that album. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're... you're you're saying my album's good? Well, I helped write that album, so here we go. Yeah. And she's like, this better stay in the interview. And it, I don't think it did stay in the interview, but it came out as a separate clip. But that clip's online. That clip's online. I don't have to watch it. I yeah. like her. I, yeah, Pitchfork is interesting because I do find myself going to them just to see what they say, but the layers of, like, just pretension and... Ugh, like, they really take themselves very seriously. I mean, if you're going to look for music reviews, come to Bapa Flap. That's the absolute truth. That's where it is. That's the absolute truth. So the the listeners of Reddit or Tumblr or whoever, if you want to create an account that is is it better than Emotion but you're using our reviews, feel free. Yeah. And you know that Reddit out there, that CRJ Reddit, just like if you want to take your army of CRJ fans and throw this pod out there, we will not complain. We're still waiting on that Casper mattress call (laughs) for sponsorships. The phone Adam line. and Eve will take anyone. Adam and Eve. <laughs> Our voicemail box is empty. <laughs> We've been clearing it. <laughs> so what is... Is there anything else you guys would want to add before we, we lay down our definitive Bob of I think that one of the things that, um, for better or for worse with this album, is that there were still two songs that kind of blew into the stratosphere, Run Away With Me and I Really Like You, yep. that kind of just were the songs of the album from uh, for years and years. So my familiarity and my love of those songs kind of has been around a lot longer. Yeah. Um, which, when that happens, it makes it harder for you to be able to kind of have that balance between, are these other songs good? Are they good in comparison? Like, how am I reviewing these? As well as sometimes when you listen to a song too much, you're like, I'm looking for something a little bit more Probably fresh. Probably in too much. A little oh. search. A little search. Oh, yeah. Too mm-hmm. much. Oh, too much. Oh, too, you got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's okay, that took, me, that took me a minute. She's on board. Yes. <laughs> I, do you, every time I'm talking, the, the reverberation is like, way up there. That's what we love about you. Don't worry. I'll put a limiter on it. Please do. That's some behind the scenes editing speak. It's just a little bit fun. So should we, should we do it? Should we get started? Who, what, is, what are our ratings? I mean... I'll just start. I mean, for me, like I said, if you're a fan of pop music, if you collect vinyls, this has to be in your collection. It is, I think, a definitive pop record. I fucking love Carly Rae. It's a bop. Hands down. Blake, what about you? I mean, I think I'm pretty biased. But also, (laughs) also, I mean, it's a bop. Yes, of course. Yeah. But also, I think it's just a very good album. Like, there is... Like I mentioned before, there's nothing about it that's fake. It's just she's mm-hmm. writing good music about cute things that is not trying to be revolutionary. It's not trying to reach out more than it like than what she does. Yeah. And I think that's why people connect to it because it is just very cute and it just sounds so good. But it also, she mentions she doesn't want it to be like a period piece because it's definitely like 80s uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, inspiration. But it doesn't sound like like Future Nostalgia, which has like strong references uh-huh. to past songs and past eras, which yeah. is still a great album. Great album. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not Club Future Nostalgia, though. Uh, we don't talk about that. Come through Blessed Madonna. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, but, burr, burr, burr. that is a very good point. And we've talked a lot about like holy trinities of pop uh, on this podcast. And CRJ is always flirting on the outskirts for me. But I think as time goes on and like artists choose their path, you know, Gaga does the little less music. I have a feeling that CRJ could pop in there for me. I don't think she wants to though. Like that's what, that's the thing about like call me maybe. That is way beyond her what her comfort zone. Yeah, it got too big. But that's, got, that's what that's, I'm saying, though, is, like, the authenticity and her just doing her is, for me, what could put her in my holy trinity. So what I, one thing that came up, so I saw her for the dedicated tour, and we, I went to a Q&A. Same. Same. Yeah. We saw her at I the... I think we all did. What was the state theater? State theater. I would yeah. just like to throw out, I, another thing I love about her is that her stage presence and her dancing ability is very, like... Well, ex-UK Prime Minister Theresa May coming out on stage dancing to Dancing Queen by Anna, <laughs> which I can Wait, relate. Explain, explain that more. Okay, so we'll show you the clip. Might post it online. But Theresa May comes out and Dancing Queen is playing and she's like doing the little like shoulder shimmy like. <laughs> and her arms are just like flailing a little bit. It's so cringy to watch. But I can relate to that and I like seeing her perform. She, I do. She is. She does her shows. She gets done at 10 o'clock. And then she's like, I'm getting on the bus and going to the next spot. I'm not uh, going out. 100%. Uh, I'm not going to do anything more than I have to. I'm going to write a billion songs. And that's where the effort's going to go. I'm going to go on that. tour because that's where we make money. But otherwise, she, she said she did not go see Robin in L.A. Because it was past her bedtime. I would, I mean, I mean. Like, <laughs> these days... <laughs> Post-COVID, where, like, things are just a little bit, like, ooh, everything takes a lot more energy now. Does, girl. Maybe not. It's going to be a transition. I will see her, though. I'll see Carly Rae again in concert. Oh, absolutely. Every day. 100%. But speaking of, but like... She'll be in bed by 10, so yeah. everyone will be happy. That was a short-ass concert. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, I have to do two encores. I'll come and do them, and then I'm going to get out of here. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of, like, uh, Jack Antonoff and, like, having work done, Carly Rae is an artist where I'm, like... She literally looks like she's 25, but so she's, cute. like, late 30s, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. When Call Me Maybe came out, she was 25, 26. She's yeah. Like, she's adorable. Yeah. Like, she's just, like, a little button. Yeah. She's, like... Oh, but her songs are, like, like especially dedicated. They're made for the youth. Well, no. Dedicated is, like, she is just this horny girl. Oh, yeah. Oh. But, but she is singing poppy, like, oh. happy music, which you think, like, Call oh. Me Maybe type. Where she's like really innocent, yeah, and then you get want you in my room or want you in want, my room, yes, oh, and where oh, she just wants Lord. to just destroy a man, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it's and it's packaged in the most like bubblegum, yes, like fun. I, uh-huh. I know it's so uh-huh. true, and it's just this fun balance of like really cute, but also like okay, Curly is a thirty-some-year-old woman who has she's got needs, yep, she's got needs, <laughs> and she's not yeah. af- afraid to talk about him. Yeah. So finally, for me, I guess obviously this album's a, a bop. Bam, 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 bam. That's three. That's three bops. I think so that this bad. was one that was just like, I think we all knew going into it that we were going to be giving it a bop, yeah. um, but for good reason. And we're letting the letting the leaders know. Absolutely, we love this album. You got to go check it out. And the reason why we do these throwbacks, where like we're probably going to bop them, is because with our combined knowledge and powers, I feel like we all get something new out of it, like new appreciation and perspective. Ugh. Ugh. One other thing I just wanted to mention about Call Me, uh, I always think it's Call Me By Your Name, but it's not. It's Call Me it's Maybe. It's not. They're different. They were inspired. They're, they're very inspired by. Um, that when, it was, when I saw her, I went to like this Q&A beforehand, um, and someone, I forget what the question was, but she ended up talking about how like she doesn't like performing Call Me Maybe anymore. Like I, she's I like, I have to. 
because someone is going to this concert because they know that one song. Right. So I have to perform it. But she's like, that first album, like, please toss it aside. I feel much more proud of emotion, dedicated, etc. Yeah. Which is just something kind of kooky and cool about her. I know. And I love that she would tell you that. Right. Yeah. Being very... I don't, I don't think she actually said call me maybe by name, but she was like the one song that I'm known for. <laughs> a song that must not be named. But it's great because like she had her big song. She made a bunch of coin, bunch of coin on it. And now she can just go do whatever she wants. That's the dream. And I mean, after Call Me Maybe and its success, she took time off and went and toured on Broadway. Not toured, but like was on Broadway for Cinderella. Okay. And she was on Grease Live. Yes. Yep. I didn't know either of those things. Yeah. And oh. she wrote, yeah, she wrote like most of Emotion while she was on Broadway. Because, because she talked to, yeah, she talked to Scooter. At, uh, Is she still represented by him? I'm not sure. I hope not. We should, we should vote. He's but snatch up her. Whatever. Scooter works with some people. It's fine. Are we going to get Emotion released to uh, Carly's version? I hope. Oh, I don't, like, the thing is, is we don't know, we don't know that contract, yes, so we don't true, know if true. maybe she actually licensed her music off the get-go, mm. you know, because maybe she was smart enough, unlike Mrs. Swifty at the age of 16. Who knows? Who's to say? And we're just, we're just on the outskirts of this music industry. Yeah, we're, we're breaking yeah, our way in one step at a time. Now? <laughs> so do we want to get into our, our top ops? Sure. Let's do it. Who wants to start? Anyone dying? I'll start. Okay. Um, boy problems. Oh, that's a good one. And I didn't give any intro. I'm ready to listen to it. I it's a great song. Wow, you did not give me any time to prepare for that. I'm shocked. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Uh, and you, dear leader out there, you take a listen to on your preferred platform of streaming uh, or YouTube's either mm-hmm. or or on vinyl. On oh, even better. Put title. Wait till Sorry. this episode. <laughs> Pause this episode. Come back after you bought it on vinyl. You bought a vinyl player. You have the whole situation. Good speakers. Yep. Then come back to this episode. Yep. So we'll see you in <laughs> five to ten business days. Right <laughs> back. Uh, well, let me paint you the picture. Mm. Carly is nonstop chatting with her best friend. Mm, they're on the phone. And she is consistently being like, my boyfriend, I don't like him, but I kind of love him. I don't know what I should do. He keeps, like, twisting whatever else. Mm-hmm. And this friend is like, girl. Do you want to you role play this really quick? Sure. You can be CRJ, I'll be a friend. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Oh, I don't know what to do about Kevin. Which, which one's Kevin again? Oh, he's this guy that I've been dating for the past two weeks. How do you not know this, Amber? I mean, they come and go, Carly. I mean, I can't keep up. I just, I wish you'd just tell me more, or listen to me more. Okay. I don't know what to do. You know what, Carly, as your friend, you gotta snap out of it. You got boy problems. <laughs> and and see. <laughs> that was so good. What I love about this song, though, is it's, it's really about, like, she's realizing that she is taking, taking, taking in the relationship of, like, Constantly going to her friend for advice, constantly going to her friend for, like, all of her problems and not giving any of it. Yeah. And that's, the song is about, like, putting her, your, your best friendship at risk because, like, you're, it's not a cohesive relationship and it's this boy problem. And so it's just, like... Incredible. She breaks up with her boyfriend and she's like, I don't really care because I have my best friend. Incredible. Like, how fun of a song is that? 
It's really perfectly done. It's a great song. It's so good. I would say, like, if you are not looking critically at CRJ, it's very easy to dismiss her as, like, eh, you know, it's like bubblegum pop. It's whatever. And then you start looking in on the lyrics, and you're like, okay, that's actually, like, pretty damn Okay. Every time we, we watch the lyrics, like, on the screen, while yeah. we're listening, like, we're, we end up being like, oh, there's actually more to it than I... Yeah, it, it is much more complex than you would think, just, like, face value. Like, there are moments that really hit you. Like, the part where she's like, the, the worst moment or whatever is when you realize you're not good for each other. It was like, whoosh. Uh-huh. A good comparison is, like, the producers for The Office talk about, like how they create an uh, episode. Mm-hmm. They want it to be really fun, but they want one moment in the entire episode where you like uh-huh. feel sad or like happy or like some emotion is yeah. really strong. Yeah. And then it goes back to being like happy and fun. And that's Oof. very like this album. Every nice. single song is very cute and poppy at service level, but there's always one line, one lyric, one overarching theme that just makes you think or makes you happy or makes you emotion. Well, that, was, uh-huh. that was the moment for me. Oof. What I will say, so I don't know if you guys noticed this when we were uh, watching it, but like, there's like, and I think, I can't even do it. I think, really kiss. That part, I can't like, I can't say it because she says it in a way that is like so hard to sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke up with my best. There it is. There you go. But like, on the, the lyrics, it has today, and I don't think I've ever, I don't, she doesn't say today. Yeah, I think she does. I think she just does it in a way that's very elusive. Mm. You know, Chantreuse. Oh, the elusive Chantreuse. <laughs> it's actually not Mimi. Mm. Wow. It's CRJ. It's Carly Rae. <laughs> so, Blake, what is your relationship with the song? Do you love it? Yeah. I love it. I think it's really fun. I mean, just like my top bop, there's, it's this cute, upbeat song, but there's like emotional parts to it. Uh, and I kind of like how her, her friend is just a... Uh, um, I don't know. She doesn't care. She's like, all right, I've had it. I'm over this. Like, Have we all been here before? Many times. Like, Keep, t- keep talking. <laughs> Many yep, times. Same thing every single night. We're at the bar. Like, I don't care. Oh, like, I don't want to name names. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I will definitely say there are people who need to listen to the song and, and take the lesson. Uh, you know? You're, like, you're the the boyfriend. Or what, what would they be? They're, what, what lens do they need to be taking with it? They're the like, girl, focus on yourself and your friends. Oh, yeah. True. Because that boy ain't shit. I also love the idea that Carly was sitting there and being like, I'm really annoying my friend. I need to write a song about it. <laughs> I need to write a song about <laughs> yeah. it. And then we got this she, she not on Broadway. She not only talked to her friend and waited for all their input and, like, put all this on them, but then she also took this conversation and made it into a song. One of 200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of 200 that made the cut. She, she probably had a song before that of, like, Audra's not listening. <laughs> and she just talks about everything. She's going to the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that song. Like I didn't realize until like I really paid attention to the lyrics. But like, it's truly like I'm packing up my bags and I'm leaving. But I'm not telling you. I'm just gonna go to the store. I'm, going to the store. I'm yeah. quote unquote going to the store. <laughs> Incredible. How fun! It's so fun. Wait, did you say this was your top five? This too, is not. But? No, oh, it's, it's not. There, not there's not. there's okay. just the light. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're all aligned that that is a. Ba-ba-ba-ba. That's a ba-ba. For sure. Yes. Um, Blake, would you like to share with the class what your top bop is? Yeah, I mean, you jump right into it. Is that what I'm supposed to do? You just, can do whatever you want. You can give, yeah, it. Just give us the name and we'll take a listen and come back. Yeah. Uh, so my top bop is your type. <gasps> your type. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick pause again. 
have a listen with the Apple Apple Music, and we'll be right back. Uh, so good. It's okay, so good. when I was picking songs, I mean, this one has always been my favorite because it's just it's the one song in the album where I mean I've talked about before. Carly is not going to really be anything more than she is. Like, she's going to go home right after the show. She's not going to go out. Mm -hmm. But this is the one song in the album where she's like, okay, I'm going to break that rule. I'm not going to listen to what I normally do because I am so in love with this person. I am going to stay out late. I am going to write a pop song because maybe that'll get their attention. I'm going to do whatever it takes just for this one person. And it's the only, I feel like it's the only moment on the album where she's, stepping back from like being herself and putting on this facade to try to like pull someone in mm. and it just like shows that like i mean her weaknesses and i don't know it's just very cute and i'll make time for you yes well i, th I think like so when i was listening to the song the the vibe i got was like it's those times when you have a crush or you are into someone so much and like they could be your best friend. They could be whoever. And you, you, all the signs are there that, that you're not their type. That just is how it is. Like, they, they're not interested in you in that way. And it's, it's her saying, like, I get that. And I can, I'm, I'm trying to get over it. But then at the same time, she's like, I will re-break my heart. Oh, and sure. I will, like, break my rules. Like, even though I'm saying this, what I really mean is, mm -hmm. as soon as you give a nod that there's a chance, I'm yeah. jumping right back yes. on board. Yes, and she's like straight out saying, like, I'm going to try, yeah, like you said, I'm going to try my hardest, and I'm, I'll forget about you or whatever, but as soon as, like, there's this inkling that, oh. like, every emotion is going to come running back. There's a chance. And the That's reason I like, game, yeah. I'm cutting you off now, um, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I like this one is another, like, listening to your guys' podcast. You're definitely a Betty Who fan. Stan. A Stan. She needs to put up new music or else it's gonna, she's going to fall off the top three. <laughs> and this is definitely like Curly Rae Jepsen's like wannabe. Like, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, and Robin's uh, Dancing on My Own. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I think the intros are even the exact same from your type to uh, Dancing on My Own. Yeah. Like, it's all about this um, insane love that you have for someone that's not felt bad. Uh -huh. And, but you, but you listen to it and it's like, so they're, all three of them are like, happy it, like they have happiness to like how it's produced yeah but the lyrics are just so sad yeah it definitely has like a kind of bittersweet yes vibe and it's just that that like that battle that you have in your head like of just okay i'm done i'm over it we're just friends but then like as soon as they like they touch your arm as yes, soon as they pizza or <laughs> yeah yes they, br they bring you something over and you weren't yes. expecting them to and you're just like, well, I guess um, there's a chance again. I guess yep. there's a sign. Yep. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys seen uh, How I Met Your Mother? No. One of the things that I always bring up to friends when I'm talking about like this kind of situation is there's an episode where there's this guy that um, has had this crush on Lily, this one character, like since elementary school and every time like he, she's like, I'm not interested. She will like to say... Uh, I'm not interested, dot, 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 right now. And yes. every time it leaves that twinge of hope for her, mm -hmm. and it, like, it went all the way until, like, into her 40s or whatever that show was. <laughs> like, and I feel like it's a very similar vibe of, like, I think that there's something to be said about, like, 
if you're the crushy, the person doing the crushing, or the crusher, I guess. The crusher. The crusher. Okay. If you're the if you're the crusher, like you you kind of are craving that not right now, not the dot dot dot. You don't want right. the ellipsis. You just want to say like I'm not interested in you, so you can get over it. Like yeah, that is the healthy route. <laughs> but the thing yes. is, it's like the crushy. Sometimes it's like I'm just trying to be kind. I don't want to hurt your feelings, and right. it's like if you, sometimes you can't. You just, just got to be straightforward. You got to be honest. You yeah. got to be honest. You got to be honest. No one wants to be led around. Uh-uh. Have you guys watched a music video for this song? No. I feel like so, I have. It is very, like I watched, when I first watched it, it's very similar to Ride's music video. Like, okay. All like, right. and the, when I was like getting ready for this year, I'm like, oh my God, it has a Betty Who reference. Yeah. Or like Call yeah. To. And yeah. then it has a, a Lana uh, connection. Okay. Because it's, her music video is her walking into a dive bar. And yes, then singing uh, on a stage with a few people in the audience. Very Lana. Yes. That is a Lana vibe for sure. She's always, in Lana's mind, she's always performing like a teeny little circular stage and there's six people in the audience. And Carly does the same thing <laughs> and it's so cute watching it. Oh, obsessed. Aaron's like going to throw up. <laughs> I think <laughs> that, like, we've talked about the easy music video and how I'm like, they're not doing anything. I oh, the... Casey Musgraves yes. dyes her hair the same color? Yeah. What? Why? Girl, you cannot <laughs> say anything negative to me about that music video. I'm obsessed. I love that Casey, yes, dyes her hair the same color and then goes out to this, like, divey bar, like, does a little strip thingy for this man. Oh, to be reincarnated as her in that moment, what I would do. Oh. She's ethereal. That's great. Yes. Well, this so we love this song. This yes. is a bop. Yes, I mean, yeah. You can't tell me this is a fun. And I honestly like again when we w- watch the lyrics. I don't know what it is, but I get like a, a chance to really like digest the lyrics yeah. in a way that like if I do it by myself for some reason it doesn't work or like yeah. I try listening to it. I think this song like could be my top bop now that I know the lyrics. I love, I love, I love this message. It just, I eat yeah. it up. Like, yeah. Wannabe is one of my favorite songs from The Valley. Like, yeah. Um, well, that's why I, like, I'm questioning any flops. I'm like, I'm probably like jumping way ahead of myself and you can probably predict that it's going to be tough for well, me when we get there. But yeah. I'd say go back and listen to every song in that capacity on this album and they all will hook you. Yeah, that's but there's, some, there's yeah. one for me that like is just... It takes me out. Okay. Well, Blake, unfortunately, we are contractually obligated to list a bop and a flop. We've had this, we've had this issue before. I have, we've had, I have an answer. I have an answer. And, 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 and we have many times where people forget what their bop was, and we have to do the entire <laughs> album. Girl, that's on brand. That's on brand for the podcast. Like, what was it again? So, Simon, uh, yeah. you're the last one to go. What right. is your top bop? Okay. My top bop is Warm Blood. Ooh. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to take a little listen with the lyrics, and we'll be right back. Warm blood. Feels good. Warm blood. You nailed that, by the way, when we were Mm. listening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this song, so many reasons to get into why it's my top op. I don't even know where to begin. Um, Let's start with the production, shall we? I feel like it's almost like an outlier for her it's a little bit like it's a little edgy for carly well it has that like catch me when i'm falling like the falling yeah and just like the the that sounded like an old man (laughs) (laughs) it did a little bit like 
The I, reverb. I love the like pulsating. It's dark bass. It's like, dark. It's very dark compared I, to other ones. Ooh, I love it. Very vampire. Like I think there's like oh. a level of vampire yeah. in the warm blood. Like that's kind of although it's not what the song's necessarily about. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I get from it. It's like the pulsating, the yeah. pulse. Yeah, and that like lead in and the build up as the song progresses really hit me just on a visceral emotional level i really connected with that and then when you get into like the lyricism this is a song where i'm like you gotta take her seriously as a songwriter it is good shit it's a good one to come after like us talking about your type because in your type she's like i'm willing to change willing to do whatever and then with this one she's like okay now i found you Mm -hmm. i'm gonna like put down any barriers that i had before and let you see who i am 100%. 100%. Oh, it's it's a journey of a song for me. I'm obsessed. I don't feel... I, okay. I might need to re-listen to this one. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking <bad. laughs> we, can, we can make the font bigger. This is, uh, the, this is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think I... This is not my biggest flop, or it was not my biggest flop before we listened to it. I, I think for me, I love the song and I love like singing along to it. Mm-hmm. And I love like, it's one that just is like mindlessly in the background and I love it. But I was reading the lyrics and I was trying to figure out like, okay, what's the scene? What's being painted? And even with you guys like talking about it a little bit, I'm like, I'm still not 100% sure I get what it. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, did you not read the lyrics? I got a cavern of secrets. None of them yeah. are for you. Like, and then it keeps going, and you're just like, fuck, that is good lyricism. The moment where she sees herself, I've had this when I'm out and about at the club. I see the scenario said, for me. Okay, you're out and about in the club. She has a moment where she sees herself in the mirror, and then this like internal monologue follows. Uh, yeah, I've had that many a time. You don't, you've never had that at the club? Well, I know who has had that. Zach Efron in High School Musical 2, song Bet on It, when he's in the mirror. Girl, this is a bad time to bring her Zach out from. <laughs> yeah. She's looking like handsome Squidward now. Yes. Well, well I, I think he is just living his best life. It sounded like he had like a serious jaw injury or something that happened. So maybe it's it's because he had to have it done. Let's hope. But just live, like, the thing is, is like, Zach Efron's trajectory of life, like, he has, his face has looked so many different ways. That, cool. that is a boy problem. That is a boy problem. Cool. Who's got him? <laughs> he does. He cool. has yeah. it. Do it, do, it does seem like she's singing about a different boy in that song, in your song, yeah. versus my song, versus your song. Like, it's all three different ways of approaching. Yeah. Because your song, yeah. Aaron, yours was like, she's in like, kind of like a toxic, not, I don't know. In a bad toxic, relationship. Yeah. 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 And mine, it's, she's in love with someone who doesn't love her back. And in yours, it's, she found someone that she can finally just be her freaky, yeah, weird self. It, that's I it like it sexually awakened me a little bit when I mm. heard this song for the first time. I was like, Ooh. oh, and it just like is so I don't know intense and it is intense. The production is great. Oh, so good. Yes, so good. I, so Bob, Bob for me. I don't know about Aaron. It's I. I guess we're I, gonna did it go down it. on your list? It went down on my list. Oh my god. <laughs> That was like, okay, that was my op- second option for Bob. Thank you, Blake. Well, I just, I, <sighs> like I said, I might just need to give another lesson. It, yep. it, it, it did go down, but I also didn't have necessarily that to dig into as part of the interpretation of it. Because okay. like the cabinet sure. of secrets, and then she's like, I don't want to tell you any of them, though. No, she, she says that she's 
That's not what it is. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I maybe I was just confused in the lyrics, and I just need to go back. But I think you're gonna need to meditate, maybe take a nap, and then read the lyrics again. Yeah, we'll just have to see what I how I feel. But I love. I still love the song, and I still love singing along to the warm blood part, and yeah. I still love it. I also. We were listening to it, and she does turn I would into, I think, like, yeah. three <laughs> syllables. I would! She does. It, she did that. She that did. <laughs> and it just sounds good. It's just a good song to have in your ears. For sure. Like, it's mm-hmm. everything I love in music. Mm-hmm. It's dark, but it's there's some, like, flair of happiness in I don't know. It's just great. It's a, I love it. It's mm. perfect. So, so here we are. Yeah. Here halfway we are. through, now on the, the harder aspect of this. Yeah. Very hard. Biggest, biggest flop. Um, this is a tough one for me. It was easy for me. I'm going to go first so I yeah. don't get so heated and I okay. can't. Uh, yeah. I, I'll let yeah. my emotions out first. I hope, it's, I hope we all have the same one. Uh, mine is I Really Like You. Whoa. What? Whoa. Because. Explain. There, okay, there needs to be an asterisk next to my answer. Okay. Okay. Because there are, like I said, there's no flops on this album. Fair. So when I thought of flop, I thought commercially. Mm, that's damn. I mean, that's that's fair. an easy that's, that's an easy cop out, and it works for it's you. Not that's not because, that's not cop out because because the thing is, like, I feel like I don't feel like I really like you would have been the lead single if Carly picked it. I feel like Run Away with Me would have, would have been the lead single. I agree. With sure, that. but yeah. I really like you is so similar to Call Me Maybe that Scooter wanted a song, another Call Me Maybe. Agreed, and that's why they brought in Tom Hanks. But then why is it video? That's, that's why they brought Justin right. Bieber in. That's, that's why right. they like they tried to recreate this cultural moment or viral moment and they didn't. The song is so similar. It's about this like innocent girl, like So is it I really like you is your biggest flop or is yes. it I really like you is the biggest flop. After that explanation, no, I agree. Like, that's good. And I would say like I would hundred percent agree with you for that purpose of yeah. it also is the song on the album that just necessary doesn't necessarily like connect with yeah. the rest. Yeah, you could pull it out, and the album would would be more cohesive. So I complete, I completely acknowledge that and understand that and appreciate that because I think that "Run Away with Me," that damn horn went more viral than anything. Oh, it, it why was that not the lead single? It should have been because I mean it it's just so good. it explained or gives like the uh, thesis statement to the whole album. Yeah, like it's an it, an, it is going to be something different. It is going to be something that she is not doing because she wants to become popular. She's yeah. just making a very good album. Yes. And I really like you. Would I mean, it was played on the radio and it did not do well because it was such a close copy of yeah. Call Me Maybe. And like uh-huh. you said, Aaron, like it could be taken off the album. Even though I love it and it's so much fun and I really, 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 really like it. Nice. Yeah, I like the song. That's why I couldn't, but, I couldn't give it the biggest spot for but me. That's, also, my uh, I had to find a way to give a flop to. And that it makes sense. Very it makes sense. well done. It's I a flop for the album. It's not a flop of a song. Correct. Fabulous. Yep. Aaron, what was your? Because you seem very uh, yeah. decisive. Uh, well, now I'm just I making sure. sure. So, um, my this I might scream. So this, <laughs> please, please do. And Simon can try and edit it out. <laughs> Everyone, get ready to turn down your volume it's, as soon as I say it's it. It's gonna turn into like a space warble. Um. This song, as I was listening to the album, it just was always kind of, it It reminded me that I was listening to an album, which I don't necessarily love. It takes me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not saying, like, if I listened to the lyrics, I wouldn't end up loving it in the way that we've discovered a lot of these songs are, like, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
my song is all that. Oh. That's my biggest flop. Okay. And it just, I don't know what it is. I think it's just the, the way that she sings this song in particular feels a little whiny. Mm. And from that, it it takes me out of the bubblegum. I think it actually comes right after uh, Gimme Love, which is a fun song. <sighs> yeah, great song. Great song. And so it just, it, it it's, albums need to have their peaks and their valleys. They need to have some slow songs, some, some bigger, some like kind of poppier songs. This song is a little bit slower and really did kind of take me out of the vibe that I was getting from the first four. Mm. But then if she took it out, would the album just read more of the Ava same Max. thing? Yeah, over it and would. Over. It would. So I, I, I'm just saying from a perspective of songs that like listing favorites of what I want to listen to yeah. by themselves, pretty much every other song in the album, this was the one that I'd probably leave on the cutting room floor from like mm-hmm. a yeah. mm-hmm. would want to listen, would want to hear at the club. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that in that explanation, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's definitely very different than the whole album. Um but tidbit on that, so she was on SNL, and so her first song was I Really Like You, mm-hmm. and people are like, okay, it's Carly Rae Jepsen, she did Call Me Baby, this is what she's yeah. going to do. Yeah. And then her second song was All That, and someone someone commented, I was reading the comments, and they're like, this is a baby-making song. <laughs> and, that is not what, is. and that is not what you think of from Call Me Baby. I will be there, I will be your friend. It's just like so moody and yeah. slow and like jazz-type. I thought Warm Blood was a baby-making song. I mean, they both are. Fuck. <laughs> this um, album as a whole, do we feel like it's a baby-making album? I, It's a toss-up for me. Carly Rae being the baby-making music in the background kind of throws me off a little yeah, bit. I don't, I don't know. Bits and pieces would resonate for me, but I don't know if I could put it on start to finish. Actually, full disclosure, I did put on Dedicated the other day when I was going at it, and I had to switch the album. It wasn't the vibe. Uh-uh. <laughs> Maybe Dedicated Side B could be better background music, but, like, so one other thing that we, that you mentioned uh, right before you came over, Blake, was uh, you were, like, positions not <laughs> not good. Positions is an album that you put in the background. Good. I said it was a little boring. It is boring. But it is an album that is probably perfect for, like, baby making. Flair. Like, like, or I, sleeping. Or sleep. <laughs> being dead, too. <laughs> if you are actively dead, listen to positions. Okay. <laughs> I had two thoughts that just came up. They're unrelated. Back to your type. My fun fact about the song. In an interview, this is why we love Carly. She literally said this. She said that to prepare to sing your type, she, quote, smoked a vape pen for a week to get a gritty tone to her voice. And it's like, girl, you sound the exact same. <laughs> and that's uh, why I love her. Isn't that funny? It's, she's just like, trying to take her too serious is not, you can't. Like, you can't. You can't. Because she doesn't take herself yeah. like too serious. Like, yeah. she's making music because it's fun and she's good at it. And... Yeah. It was like, it, oh, Carly, you sound the same. Who, okay, and maybe this is going to go nowhere, because I don't know if it is, like, I can't remember who it was, but I remember talking to someone this week about an artist that recorded a song when they had, like, a cold, mm-hmm. and they liked the way it made their voice sound, so exactly. they kept it in. Yeah. God, who was I talking to? It doesn't matter, we don't need to keep going with that, but, like... Yeah. Similar thing of, like, these people being like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this with my voice. And I'm like, well, try that in concert then. Uh, fair. Fair. What are you going to do? Yes. Always be sick? Yeah. Like Betty, who every fucking time she's in Minneapolis, 
She literally always is sick. <laughs> it's the weather shift. Yep. Maybe. 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 And then my other thing, gimme love that you mentioned. Oh. Um, just, just throwing it out there because I want what I want. Do you think that I want too much? Predecessor? Mm-hmm. Inspiration? Could be. Probably. Could be. She, she uh, redoes lyrics. Like, she takes, there's lyrics from Dedicated that have, were on uh, Emotion. She foreshadows. Yes. Uh, and then she just has two songs that are completely the same on side B. Wow. Uh, like, <laughs> call me Nancy Drew. Come on over here, mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got your guys' biggest flops. Mine is, um, my criteria is not that complicated. It was just like, on my listen through, what was the song that resonated with me the least? And it was the last track on the album, Favorite Color. That being said, like everything on this album, there are, for me, no real, like, misses. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to choose them, guys. I would wonder if for you, mm-hmm. if you listened to like the deluxe edition or the extended edition where Favorite Color is not final song. I wonder. If it would change. I wonder. What you think. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there is something to be said about like a lot of times we end up just, it's the final song you've been listening to all of these great songs you and you're comparing it to everything. Do you think? I think so. Because I think it like there are. A lot of times, the first four songs of an album are the strongest four. Like, in terms of, like, commercial success, mm. you put the top four, and then someone's, you're hoping they're going to continue playing it after the first four. Mm. And so a lot of times, I think there's, like, this idea that that final song is kind of just, like, did you need to be, there's more criticism, like, do you need to be mm. here? I'm going to need to see some data, some hard facts on our past <laughs> flops before I comment on that. Wait, okay, so question, do you have yeah. any secondaries that are flops based off of like because when I I just listened to the straight out 12 or whatever songs that were released none of the extended same same Uh, and so that's what made it very difficult to pick uh, you add those, and then a lot of times, the, like, there's a reason why they're deluxe. There's a reason they're bonus. But they're, all, but they're very good still. Like, what I will say is there's, like, uh, there's been two different times that the the bonus tracks have actually been, like, super iconic. Um, there's one from uh, Adele's 25, Can't Let Go, on the deluxe Target edition. <laughs> Shout out to Target. Wow, that's obscure. Um, that song, like, legit, it... It makes me cry. It's it's like better than all I ask, which mm. all I ask is great. Okay. And then there's a song from um, Taylor's 1989. She had two bonus tracks for the Target edition, which I imagine will be on the Taylor's version. That um, and are probably all, five more, and probably five more. Who knows? She's she's gonna have someone cover with her, you know. That like that song also slapped, but like most of the time, the bonus tracks are pretty bad. I could think of a few myself. That could be a fun episode. Like, what? Like, what deluxe dish songs are slappers? We'd have to find a list. Oh. The leaders can send them in. Oh, that'd be fun. If, once, if we get enough, we could do, like, a fun little compilation playlist review. Ooh. Never done that. Got to expand. I could think of one off disco. Love somebody. That was a bot for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disco. Kylie. Yeah. I think I actually gave one of Carly's um, two Japan songs... Like a single obsession back when it came out. That sounds right. Yeah. So I like, but that's because we were like in a Carly yeah. drought, and yeah. the fact that she released two songs and they weren't oh. bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, she likes to wait with songs. Like she released uh, Emotion, and then a year later she released Emotion Side B. 
And then a year after that is when she released Cut to the Feeling. But she had Cut to the Feeling for emotion. Like, she wrote that. that for sense. emotion? For emo- Well, like, around that same time. Like, it was, it was just cut. Yeah. It wasn't, like, so it was also made for a direct-to-video to movie, right? Like, it, it, yeah, I don't know if it was made, it was not made for the movie, but well, it was a song that was in the movie, so that's why it was released. Right. Uh, yes. Which is, like, Love somehow that. that ends up being probably in her top three best songs. Oh, it's my favorite. It's the best. The Feeling is my favorite song. It, it probably it's is my favorite, too. It's, yeah. it's not her best, but it's my favorite. Okay. If you take artists out of it... It is like just probably top five songs that I would always want to dance to and listen to. It's oh, so good. It's so fun. Okay. It's just strong feelings. I don't know. What do you so what was the she released a random song out of nowhere? The Valentine's Day one? Not the maybe it was. It was she released the Christmas song that Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was great. I didn't was not for me. Oh, I thought it was cute. It was cute. It was, that, cute. It was cute. But there was another song that she released, and I think she might have had a video with it, and I was like, this isn't that good. There, it was. I think it was the Valentine's Day one. Probably, yeah. yeah. We're consulting the internet. I can't remember. But I'm bad, bad stand. Uh, oh wait, no, that's a Christmas one. What was the one that? Go to the singles. What is? What is it? Oh, let's yeah. be friends. Let's be friends. Can it was so it? cute. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. That's. I can't. It was cute. I do remember waking up. I woke up at like two in the morning. and I'm like, oh, Carly released a new song. Let me listen. I listened to it. I laughed and then put my phone back down. I'm like, yeah, that's that was my reaction. And then I, and then I kept like, listening yeah. and listening. I'm like, okay, this is funny and cute. Yeah, it's cute. But again, it's like, don't expect the world. Yeah, that's I hope that's not on an album. You know what I mean? I, she has she has five thousand songs waiting. So. <laughs> she's got a vault herself. Yes, Miss Taylor's not the only one. So, so talking about singles, we have one last chapter of this Ugh. amazing episode, and that is our single obsessions, which Blake does not need to be current, but I think Simon and I both will be because there have been some slammers, some snappy tunes coming. Um, do you want to go first, or should we? I can go first. That's fine. So, um, well, I have one that's connected to Carly Rae Jepsen that I just need to bring up. Okay, that's, that's called Dangerous Woodwinds. It's only on YouTube. <laughs> it's only okay. It's not a single. It's someone takes the saxophone from Emotion and puts it over Dangerous Woman. Stop it. It is in the person that making the video, and it's insane. And the person that ends just says, "This is the worst thing I've ever made." It is. I so I went on to Carly Rae Jepsen Reddit page, and I could not remember the name of it. And I'm like, "What's that song?" With Dangerous Woman and whatever. And they knew instantly. And within five minutes, someone sent me the link. God, your community. It's like Antonio with his Twitter friends. Stan of Stan Twitter. <laughs> Stan Twitter, they're all 12 years old. God. I, mean, I love that so much. Where did people come up with this stuff? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They're like, these two songs should not go together, but should I try? Oh, it's, it's so bad. It's so good. But so I don't count that as my and we and we wouldn't because it's not on Apple Music or Spotify. Correct. So how the hell are we going to add it to our playlist? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my single obsession is not really poppy, mm-hmm. but it's been a song that I've been listening to for like the last few months, and every time it comes on, I just I'm in love, and that's Self Control by Frank Ocean. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a fun one. Like I'm I, not. I do not listen to much of Frank, but one of my friends is like a diehard stan. Like. Mm-hmm. Knows everything about Frank. Knows everything that uh, goes into the albums and like like uh, with the Lana stand that was on. Like yeah, was very educated. Yeah, yeah. And it's fun to like listen to someone talk about an artist when they know so much about them. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. uh, sure. 
And so there's this part in self-control where it's like two and a half minutes in and it's just like, I can't, I can't sing, so I'm not going to try to do it. But it is so pretty. And whenever I'm in the car, I play it. And, and it's you beautiful. Sing. You sing in the car. And, oh, then I, no, not even. I like turn, I turn all the way up and just sit there in silence and listen to it. And it's the best moment ever. You pull off of the highway. You're like, I sit there I kinda, and just, yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah, Frank Ocean is on that list of people who, like, I know I need to to just dive in yeah. deeper and, uh-huh. and, like, get with it, so to speak. I I agree. I think that I, I've listened to maybe one or two of his uh, albums, like, for a week here or there, but I've never gone back. Yeah, I think I gave Channel Orange a, a listen through, and that was about it. Yeah. I need to mm-hmm. go back. For sure. For sure. Okay, I'm going to check that one out. Yes. I'm going to check that one out. Okay. Uh, my single obsession of the week, Aaron already probably knows what I'm going to say. I'm so predictable. But it's a new single um, by Regard with Troy Savan and Tate McRae, and it's called You. And God <sighs> damn, it is so fucking good. Troy Savan can't miss. I can't wait for the album. We love you, Troy. I don't think it's an, I, I don't think it's an album song. I know, but I just can't <laughs> wait for his next. His oh, he's next working album. on it, Mama. Oh, he's working on something. He's got something in the brewing. He was on AD the other day. Yes. 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 His house is so cute. His house is amazing. Yeah. Are we ever expecting their houses not to be beautiful, though? Like, well, some are very not my style. No. uh, And his is very, like... And I would go so far as to say I've seen some of those where I'm like, Mama, the taste level. (laughs) You have money. What are you doing? I'm just saying. If you're looking for another one to watch, Hillary Duff's. Hers is really good. We love Hillary. Oh, hers is good. Hers is very good. And it's very homey, and you can tell, like, it's lived in a little bit. And she's, uh, speaking of How I Met Your Mother, she's on some sort of reboot. Oh, yes. Which I'm not going to watch, but good for her. You better watch. I have no interest. Like, for all intents and purposes, this will be the Lizzie McGuire reboot. But I don't care about How I Met Your Mother. Like, I'm not kidding you, like, because... We all know the drama where Lizzie McGuire reboot was announced, and yeah. then they ended up filming the first episode, yeah. and Disney execs were like, "This is too dark. You can't talk about abortion." And they were, and they, and that was like episode one. So, she, and Hillary was like, "I'm not doing any of this unless it's like what Lizzie would actually be like as a 30 year old." So, are you saying we're getting animated cutaways? We better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch if there's that. You know how there's, there's, there, um, How I Met Your Mother, there's, like, the narrator of the dad. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It could just be, like, the little, the little, like, animated Lizzie. <laughs> could you imagine? I'll, I'll sign in for now. I, I'll make an account on whatever streaming service. Hulu. Hulu. Oh, I have Hulu. You have Hulu. I have Hulu. That's, that's, very, that's very Wendy Williams. Like, every oh, yeah, time that she's yeah, talking yeah. about a show, she's like, oh, I have that. And I'm like, girl, well, duh, you do. Yeah. What, don't, like, you're rich enough, you should have everything. You probably have Paramount Plus. Wendy, Wendy can do no wrong. I would love to um, have a night in with Wendy where we order in some sort of, like, barbecue or whatever, mm-hmm. and we just watch, you know. Watch that would be fun. Watch all of it. Watch, watch Wendy. Watch with Wendy. Watch with Wendy. Oh. <gasps> Do we just think of something? Is that a new podcast? Are you listening? <laughs> Move over, Trixie and Katya, yes. watching Netflix shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is a delightful episode. This well, I fun. still have... Are you going to let me give my single obsession? Or... <laughs> God, it is, it is done now. <laughs> I'm done. Um, okay, so for me, it really came down to two different songs, but I'm going to save one for next week, because why not? Okay. 
this song is the, the, the one that's been around longer. And it was kind of the... Um, so one thing that Simon and I did maybe two weeks ago was we were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We were already vaccinated at the time. Thank you. Um, Thank and you. we... Uh, there's a song by Doja Cat and Saweetie came out called Kiss Me More. And there was one night that we ended up going out to a bar and having a couple drinks, et cetera, et cetera. And I got a little too, a little woozy doozy. Yes, you do sometimes. Car ride back, the Uber driver hands me his broken, like, lightning cord where the entire, it was all white. There was no plastic on that anymore. Yeah, frayed to the gods. And he's like, what do you want to listen to? And I play this, and I am living my life. Mm. And the taxi driver, the Uber driver is like, this song slaps. (laughs) (laughs) Very that. Preemptive song of the summer, maybe? Is he going to be on next week's episode? I hope so. I hope so. We have Zoom. Um, Throwback. I'm going to have to find her name really quick. But throwback to my one um, girl that I met at Hewing Hotel that... Oh had me plug God, her songs. Yes. yes. She this so, is so here here's a plug for everyone is she is going to be performing I think at um, the poor house. Uh, ooh, her name's Victoria Green, aka Vicky V. Vicky V. We stand. Isn't that she, the drag queen from Vicky UK? Fox, I think. No. Oh, Vic, oh, what is the drag queen from UK? What is her name? It's something Victoria green. Victoria Green. Victoria Green. Victoria Green. They have the same name. Do they? They do. They do. I guess they do. <laughs> I guess we have no choice this year. Friday, May 14th, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. It's actually at FEMA's okay. Vicky V and Draco, their next up EP release party. Love that. Um, she sent Veronica. We don't we don't talk very often. We don't she only messages me when she's releasing hey, song. When she's got promo, we're here. Well, we're here for you. We're here for you, Vicky V. Vicky V. Um Maybe we'll put the link somewhere. If not, just look up Vicky V somewhere. You'll find her. I'll put a link. Just well, remind I, me. I'll put a link. <laughs> we'll put a link somewhere. A link. Um, well, that's it. That's all I have. Um, Blake, this was so fun. Thank you for having me. This was. I just love talking about Carly Rae Jepsen. I, so <laughs> I, I could honestly talk about Carly for three more hours. She's just so fun. She is. She's so she's fun. She's cute and fun and, I don't know, she's just great. And quite deep. I guarantee you, she's going to probably be releasing another album in the next next six months. Hope so. Probably. Maybe what has she been doing for the past? Probably eating. Cleaning her apartment (laughs) to dedicate it. Eating a lot. (laughs) Just like us. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have ice cream sandwiches after this. Yeah. We got to wrap this up then. We got to wrap this up. Blake, where can people find you? Uh, I mean, my Instagram is Blake.John. You can see photos of my cats. My cat. Bogart, uh, and that's about it that I post. Bogart, did you name it after the donut place? I not. <laughs> Which one came like donuts. Um, the cat. How old is your cat, and how old my is Bogart? Donuts. I've only had my cat for a month and a half. <laughs> okay. Yes. So then, yes. Precious. We're gonna have to post some pictures. So okay. Oh, no, he hates everything, but I love him so much. He hates everything. Are you gonna end up being like Carly in? Uh, oh my god, what music video? With now that cats? I found you. Oh yes. You're gonna have like thirty cats. Yes. Yes, oh, love that. Love that. That's a cute cat. cat. It's the cutest it cat. Is. It looks fake. It I looks want fake. that cat. Well, you can have it. You can not have with any- Prairie. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
We all went to prairie. <laughs> we all looked to prairie. She's like looking depressed and sad on her bed. I mean, prairie hung out with my cat Moira for a little bit. I love Moira too. Shout out to Moira. Moira did lay down the law a little bit. She said, you're staying over there. And prairie right. said, I don't know about that. And just ended up taking the last spot of Dara the entire time. That's true. And then shout out to Dara if you're listening. Shout out to Dara. We love you. Um, speaking of Aaron, where can we find you? You're, you're kind of MIA these days on social. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really doing a lot of posting on Instagram, but I do always, I'll, I have it on my iPad so I can share the stories of Bob like, or Fly. Like an 80-year-old. <laughs> still got still to get my followers to, to read, listen, subscribe, the whole thing. Absolutely. Um, so at the Aaron on there, as well as on Twitter. Twitter is one place that I am still active because it's kind of also my news source. Mm. Um, yeah. Or else you can just kind of find me, Roman Minneapolis. I'm usually walking around somewhere. Absolutely. Don't be afraid to say hi to me. I'm not like JR. You don't need a promo code for me to wave at you. <laughs> That's true. No <laughs> promo code here. But promo code Bob or Flop. Try it out. Try it out at any random store. <laughs> <laughs> it might work. What about you, Simon? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Realist Simon. Uh, if you want to follow my Spotify playlist, it's uh, I Love This Playlist. It's all over the place. Quite a few songs. I will tell you, I tried to play it last night because I was with some friends and yeah. stuff, and we were and, and we were like, "What are we gonna play?" And I was like, "Well, Simon has this really, it's like, what is it, three days long?" Yeah, it's like sixteen hundred songs of just anything <laughs> I like. It, it's not curated. It's not curated no. for like listening with friends. No, it really abs- absolutely not. no. Don't no, do that. It's for Simon it was during the day off. at work to shuffle. Beautiful. That's pretty much it. So get in on that. And obviously a couple things to promote as well is our Instagram for our podcast is Bop or Flop Podcast on Instagram. Um, And we are Bop or Flop on Apple Podcasts. Not to be confused with the other Bop or Flop Podcast cast which came Wah, around, came around uh, a little after us I'm a just, little after us i'm just gonna throw that out there throw that out there but who's showing up first on the apple them why i, well, I don't know who do we gotta talk to if you type in bopper flop without podcast i think we still show up first okay it's when you add podcasts to it but that makes sense all right but come like, on seo come on yeah we show up on first thing google still though damn right and you know what you can do as a leader yeah, is uh, to help us up is Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Write a review. Yes, so um, important. So important. So Share important. with your friends, family. Honestly, ask the DJ to put it on at the bar. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Who doesn't love listening to gays talk about music as you try to dance? Who doesn't love some discourse over a vodka soda? You know? True, true. True, my mom. Okay. <laughs> um, well, this has been so fun. Um, we have ice cream sandwiches to eat, so we got to go. We gotta go. Uh, Thank you again, Blake, for joining us. This is a blast. Thank you guys for having me. All right, signing off. Bye. Bye.